everyone. This is Natalie Sather from Motor Mouse. And I'm Mike from the Dale Jr. Download. Mike, you'll never guess what we have going on this weekend. Tell me. We have a Dirty Mo Radio Exalta paint scheme car. For the race? For the whole race. Xfinity Series race? Yep. On Saturday? At Texas Motor Speedway. You need a driver? Nope. We got one. Justin Elgar. Well, he's good. He's great. Do you need me? No. You and I are going to watch the whole race, and every seven laps, we are going to be giving away a prize on our Dirty Mo Radio Facebook page. So make sure you are following Dale Jr.'s Dirty Mo Radio page for your chance to win swag and gear every seven laps. This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. I love you, Mom. She's one of the most influential women in NASCAR. I love my mom. My sister Kelly always has my back. I couldn't be prouder of my daughter. I love my wife Kelly. She's my best friend. This is Fastlane Family, brought to you by Bedhead by TG. You can get Bedhead by TG products at your local Ulta, or you can visit Ulta.com. Well, we're changing things up a bit. Normally, I, Natalie, produce the show, but since Kelly had her tonsils out and is still recovering, I'm going to fill in for her today. And helping me out now in my position is Josh Mastin, who also is the producer of Door Bumper Clear. So thanks, Josh, for helping us out today. You're welcome. Appreciate it. And joining us in the Exalta studio today is Wade Jackson. Wade, thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me on. So Wade is the 2016 Comcast Community Champion of the Year finalist, and also you work here um, in the Fab Shop at Junior Motorsports, and you've been here since 2001, and you've been in racing for 29 years, correct? Yes. So how did you get your start in racing? I moved down in 1987, and I had a friend who worked at Hendrick Motorsports, and he helped me get a job at a a local shop uh, that was owned by Robert G. Jr. So I worked there and helped him. Uh, for about a month, and then they had a position open up at Hendrick Motorsports, so I went up to work on the five car, Jeff Bodine. So how did you make the transition from Hendrick to Junior? Well, I went back to Hendrick's in 2001, and when they signed Dale Junior at Hendrick Motorsports, then they merged the two Bush teams together. So everybody that was on the five Bush team at Hendrick moved up to uh, Junior Motorsports in 2007, into 2007. So now we kind of have a little bit of history of you and the main reason for having you on is the fact that you were nominated and you were nominated by um, a fellow JRM employee, Richard Boswell. When you found out that you were nominated and you actually had already won, what were your thoughts and feelings when you found that out? I at first thought it was a JRM 360 prank because it was on my birthday (laughs) and I, I could just tell the day or two leading up to it that something was up and I feel like I have a pretty big target. (laughs) <laughs> on my back and I've gotten a lot of people pranked and there's never cameras around no witnesses but um, I, I could just tell something was up and so on my birthday I saw a crowd of 25 people come from upstairs <laughs> and they had a camera and I, I was ready to run out the door so they couldn't <laughs> get me at least not get me on film so it, it took a minute for it to sink in that it wasn't a prank I thought this is the worst joke ever why would oh, yeah. you do this to somebody <laughs> yeah. but um, it it turned out it wasn't a joke, and I was just overwhelmed and speechless. I just still can't believe it. So what you were nominated for is that you and your wife started a camp called Camp Luck. And take us back through how that started and what it all means to you guys. She and my son, Jacob, had gone to a camp in California because there wasn't a camp for kids with congenital heart defect in the East Coast area. So she found a camp in California, and they had gone out to it several times and just fell in love with the whole camp aspect of it and made a lot of really good friends and lifelong friends. And so in 2000, 
nine, it was uh, there was an idea pitched for a camp with for kids with congenital heart defect by Dr. Herlong and Jay Thompson, and they pitched it to a group that Levine cardiac kids, and it's tough to talk the parents of kids with congenital heart into sending their kid away for a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the parents haven't been away from their child overnight, let yeah. alone a week. So that was a tough sell. And when they started pitching the idea, my wife immediately was on board 100%. So once the three of them got together, she worked all of the parents and told them how great it was. And she w- was on their side 100%. So the three of them uh, organized a family camp in 2010. And our son was able to go to that. And then we had, uh, unfortunately, he passed away in December of 2010. Um, And so we had another family camp in 2011, 2012. We had a family camp and then the first kids camp because we had to build slowly. We Mm -hmm. didn't want to get too big too fast. So take me back to Jacob, um, who is a huge inspiration and continues to be an inspiration for Camp Luck with, um, you know, kind of what he was born with and explain what his life was like leading up to this. Well, he he would always bounce back after surgery. He had his first surgery at about three months and then another one, a, a major open heart surgery at 18 months. And he would always bounce back and he didn't have to have too many procedures for a while. And then there was no stopping him. He never got down. He never got a bad attitude. He was, he wanted to play all the time. He wanted to go all the time. And he just sort of bounced off the walls. He just had so <laughs> much energy and enthusiasm about life. And he, he never got mad that he couldn't do stuff. It was just, you know, how could he get around her? Or what could he mm-hmm. do instead of whatever the, the other kids were doing? So he had his aorta repaired. He had a coarctation of the aorta, which is just like a kink. Mm-hmm. in the, the plumbing of your aorta. So he had that worked on and the valve worked on several times. And the last time they were going to do a, either a valve replacement or repair the valve again. Mm-hmm. And they repaired the valve and surgery went great. But unfortunately, he had a suffered a stroke in the recovery process and wasn't able to recover. So moving on from that, you know, you and your wife, I mean, I imagine obviously that was really hard for you guys. How did you take that and turn it into, you know, continuing on with this camp and making it in his honor? Everybody at camp knew Jacob because mm-hmm. he was all over the place <laughs> and so full of enthusiasm. And having all of his friends that he had made and the, the families of uh, the kids that he was friends with, and, and we were friends, have been friends with the families for, for years in most cases, and it's just such an important support mm-hmm. structure for us. Uh, it, it's not always easy to be at camp. And y- you have some down times, and there's times when I just have to get up and leave the room because yeah. it's just, you know, hits home, and, mm-hmm. and I have to remove myself because so, it just wouldn't be good for anybody. So I just get myself straightened up and then get back when I can. But it's it's a great thing, and, and there's a lot more positive than negative and it's not negative it's just not always easy mm-hmm. it's you know it's, it's always on my mind but he would not want us to focus on the bad yeah he, he would be in the middle of having fun and he'd be disappointed if we weren't having fun mm-hmm. doing it 
as hard as it is, it must be, you know, very rewarding at the same time for you and your wife, Kim, to know that you're helping out other kids and living, you know, what kind of the same attitude that Jacob had that never give up. And I was watching one of the videos that had been put together and a little girl was climbing up the wall <laughs> and she Emma. said, I, yeah, and she said, I can't do it. And one thing I really loved was everybody was like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. And yes. you just kind of saying, you know, Jacob would always find a way. So knowing that you guys do that and, you know, as hard as it may be, you know, what, what advice do you give to these other families and these other kids that come through this camp besides, you know, don't ever give up? Have fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, bottom line is you got to have fun and, and nobody knows how long we're here. So yep. if, if it's all taken away tomorrow, would you look back and, you know, everybody's going to have second guessings and I uh, wish I would have done this, but try to not leave anything on the table and get the most out of life. You need to enjoy every minute. So going through this process and having the, you know, winning the first $30,000 and now you're still up for a possible another 30000 How have you guys utilized that money and how has it changed your camp for the better? Well, this past camp we had 121 children and that's a heart kid and they're allowed to bring one sibling. Okay. So we had eight heart transplant recipients and 121 total kids and they range in age from 7 to 14. At 14 they go into leadership training and then into a CIT and then into which is a counselor mm-hmm. in training and then a counselor if they choose to stay with it and it, it's just so awesome to see them start as little kids and then grow up and mm-hmm. you know turn into the, the next leaders of camp that's awesome um so you guys just had an event recently which was the casino night how does that work explain to everybody that doesn't know well, we had casino night at uh, Charlotte Knights Stadium, mm-hmm. and that was the first time we'd had it there, and it turned out to be incredible. We had the the camp video up on the big screen and raised a lot of money. I, I don't know the the final totals. There's the bills are still coming mm-hmm. in for that, but uh, the casino night you you get some chips when you went in, and you could purchase more chips, and at the end you get tickets for different uh, prize baskets and everything. Very nice. So I've been watching your videos and watching you and your wife um, talk about this. How hard has it been to kind of, you know, I mean, it's it's an honor what you, that you guys are being nominated, but how hard is it to open that and, you know, kind of open your heart up to the world and your story up to the world and let everybody in to what, you know, you guys have been through? Well, I'm not used to being on camera or <laughs> on a microphone and so that, that's been a huge learning curve it's absolutely not my comfort zone at mm-hmm. all but uh, bottom line is to get the word out about camp and the thirty thousand dollars is uh, just a huge huge donation and if it turns out to be more than then that will fund family camp or kids camp for next year it costs roughly five hundred dollars per child to send a child to camp and they get to bring one sibling so they get some good out of such a terrible, mm-hmm. terrible thing, you know, card that life has dealt them, which they had no no hand in, and there's no cure for it. So, to to start out that far behind in life, to to and the, the siblings have to give up so much stuff. A lot of times, family vacations get canceled if they have to have a procedure done, so they they miss out on some stuff. So to get something back is huge for the whole family and it it strengthens the bond between the sibling and the the heart kid if you are a kid or a family that has um 
you know, somebody with a congenital heart defect, how do you learn about your camp and how do they sign up? And can you explain that process? You can find us on campluck.com and they're also on Facebook at Camp Luck. Search for Camp Luck and just go th- We're through Sanger Clinic is who, where we get all of the kids from because the most of the time the cardiologists from Sanger are there. Our, the chief cardiologist is uh, one of the camp directors. He's on the board. And the doctors, cardiologists, volunteer, uh, nurses, everybody from the hospital. So these kids are familiar with the doctors and the nurses. So they they have a, a stronger bond. So mm-hmm. they know when they have to go see them in the hospital and it's not going to be any fun. <laughs> they have fun memories of with them, yeah. seeing the doctors and the nurses being silly and dressing up. and <laughs> That's wonderful. There are three total finalists, I should say, for the Comcast Community Champion of the Year. And, you know, what, what Comcast did with this, you know, it's kind of a reminder of how many people in the sport do care and try to make a difference in the world. So um, you're up against RCR's Ray Wright, who has Pit Stops for Hope, and Samantha Bush, who um, has the Bundle of Joy Fund. Seeing what they do and what you do, have you guys had a chance to talk about this and, you know, discuss you guys have all been nominated? Right. I haven't had a chance to talk to either one, um, and, and both of their causes are just awesome. And it is so neat that uh, Xfinity comes in and, and gets all the hype up and does a lot uh, promotion-wise. And to get the donation for everybody and then get all of the publicity to really get your name out and then it's up to you what you do with that and, you know you really they really give you a good platform to get out there and, and spread the word about your uh, foundation or your uh, charitable well I know they did a little video on you which was absolutely phenomenal it had me in tears and I know you've done a lot of radio interviews so how busy have you been since all of this has come about I've been very busy and it, it's just weird when I had to schedule my interview with NBC Sports. <laughs> those are words I never thought I you would You need an say. agent. <laughs> I never thought those would come out of my mouth. Yeah. And to to have the radio interviews and chances to talk about it, I, I wish I was more comfortable doing it, and I, I don't know that I'll ever be comfortable doing <laughs> it, but um, it's absolutely worth it to get the word out about camp. Is it getting any easier? Is it easier sitting here? Mm, not much. <laughs> well, I'm trying to take I, it easy it, on you. You're doing a great job, and <laughs> I hope to one day get a little more comfortable with it. And now, d- has your wife done any interviews, or is they kind of just mainly mainly with you? So no, she, you guys with me. Yeah. mainly with you. That's wonderful. So um, She's I, my coach. She tells yeah. <laughs> me, don't say this. Try and get this. Hey. Yeah. I want to circle back to um, when you first found this out, and um, I'm assuming that your wife was the first person you called, and... How did that conversation go? Uh, snot bubbling <laughs> was how I would describe <laughs> it. Um, I There's some squeaking, uh, incoherent babbling. I, <laughs> I couldn't get the words out. Yeah. I never call her in the middle of the day, so mm-hmm. she thought something was wrong, and then she couldn't understand me. Oh. And then when she finally made out what I was saying, she didn't believe me, <laughs> and it, it took some convincing, but I was able to finally uh, get a coherent sentence out and and she realized what it was. And mm-hmm. then it's just been a whirlwind finding out about all of the, the ins and outs and, and just how big of a award this is. You know, the winner's revealed at the Xfinity Truck Banquet on November 21st. So how excited are you guys get to be able to go do that and enjoy the banquet? Way, way excited. <laughs> we got an uh, email invitation to the end-of-season wrap-up party mm-hmm. in Miami. And my wife sent me a text, asked if I'd gotten one. And I hadn't received it yet. So I'm like, well, maybe I don't get to yeah. go. <laughs> but it, it 
showed up and I got the invitation, so we uh, RSVP'd and we get to go and do that. And that's just, my wife texted me, is this real life? Do Aww, we really get to do that's this? That's wonderful. It's, it's really cool. So please tell me she went and got like a fun dress to go. I think so. Good, 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 good. So. <laughs> and, and my daughter gets to go, Mackenzie oh, good. gets to go. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to do some swimming with the dolphins and just oh, really make it a... Uh, an Good. awesome vacation. Good. Speaking of your daughter, so how much um, is she involved with the camp? She was uh, quite a bit involved in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then she turned 16. And Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so we don't force her to mm-hmm. be involved with it because, uh, you know, the, the loss of a sibling yeah. is, is a hard thing to do, and mm-hmm. I can't tell her how she needs to grieve. Exactly. And uh, seeing, you know, some of the other kids... If it's not easy for her, then mm-hmm. if it's not fun, then yeah. she absolutely doesn't have to do it. Yes. Um, but she's starting to be more involved with stuff now, and, and she helps. There's a lot of uh, preliminary and early setup on stuff and a mm-hmm. lot of stuff that we do at the house and uh, making name tags and, and all the oh, yeah. non, not fun stuff that nobody thinks about, and, you know, yeah. all the details that have to be done. It's amazing everything that goes into, you know, that people don't realize as far, like you said, just the little things like name tags and, you know, as far as like the food and clothes and logos. And um, speaking of your logo, it is a four-leaf clover. And in the base of the four-leaf clover are um, Jacob's initials, correct? Yep. And yep. whose idea was that? Uh, I want to say that was Dr. Herlong's. Okay. Um, or Jay Thompson's. I don't remember exactly who came up with it, but he is our roots and I think uh, they call my wife Angel Elmer because she's the glue that holds <laughs> mm-hmm. everything together. And um, without those three people, well, without those four people, Jacob, Dr. Herlong, Jay, and my wife, uh, there would be no camp luck. It's just yeah. the the four of them are just a force to be reckoned with, and there's no stopping them. I can't imagine how hard it is for her, I mean, to, you know, kind of take on all this. And how often does she kind of have to... To maybe take a step back and take a deep breath and you know do you guys talk about what everything that goes on at these camps we do uh she doesn't get to take many breaths there, there's always something to do and mm-hmm. fortunately we have a, a lot of great volunteers that uh can jump in if, if she starts to get overwhelmed and can't do it and uh, we have a new camp president adrian montel and she does a phenomenal job that's wonderful. So you guys have actually an event coming up here in December, um, Baby Luck. Tell me a little bit about that, and that's at the Ronald McDonald House. Um, Baby Luck, and they also have uh, hug, hug and heal pillows because okay. after a, a surgery, it hurts to cough. It feels like your okay. chest is splitting open, mm-hmm. so you hug a pillow and Aww. cough, and that, that helps ease the pain. But uh, Baby Luck is growing bigger than we want it to. We wish there wasn't <laughs> any more kids coming yeah. in with the congenital heart disease, but um, they provide a support for the families so the the parents can talk to other parents mm-hmm. of children that have the same or similar diseases and similar defects. We encourage everyone to get involved and to get together and uh, come and see if, if there's anything you can do to help or if there, you know, may maybe help you. As far as, you know, when a, um, a baby is born with this, with a, you know, congenital heart defect, do you guys have a program? I know you said you're involved with Singer and the doctor's there that is it set up that it's presented to these families right away? Like, look, this is maybe an option for you if you guys need any additional support. How, 
involved are you guys with the actual hospital and letting them know to other patients? Um, we give a, a there, there's actually we send home a, a discharge packet after their okay. surgeries or after their procedures. Uh, they get sent home a, a discharge packet uh, that gives all the information and, and all of that. And uh, when they come into the hospital, the the doctors know about it, and you know they they uh, they sing the praises of camp <laughs> very loudly and. Uh, some it's not for everybody, and that's yeah, fine. Understandable. But it, it, uh, we want everybody that it, to know that it is available. You know, but you have to be a, a patient at, with Singer Clinic mm-hmm. because the the cardiologists are familiar with the patients, the patient, so yeah. they they know what to look out for, and they it, it's just so hard because uh, you, you're not allowed to go to a regular camp because of your medical condition. So. Yeah. The, the doctors really have to stay on top of who's got what and you know, medications and mm-hmm. all of that. That's great that they help out too. So I want to go back to the pillow deal that you were talking about. So hug and heal. Pillows. Yeah, hug and heal pillows. So is can people make pillows? Donate pillows or what? Um, right now, I, th- I believe it's the JCs are making the pillows. Okay, very nice. For them. And that is taking place um, on December sixth as well. Yeah, I believe so. At the Ronald McDonald House. How can somebody like me or, say, Josh, help out with a program like this? Um, you can go to camblock.com and uh, make a charitable donation there, or they have applications where you can sign up and see if you can donate your time. And uh, I'm always looking for more people to, to help out. Well, we do something fun with all of our guests, and um, it's called Rapid Fire. So are you ready for my I, Rapid Fire I questions? Guess. Wait, okay. What is your biggest pet peeve? Being on the phone when you're supposed to be working. That's a good one. Your favorite holiday? Probably Christmas, but it's a, a tough time also because that's when Jacob passed was mm-hmm. December 3rd. So it, it's it's a tough one. Bittersweet. Yeah. Now, speaking of holidays, since um, you know we're right around Halloween, um, candy corn. This is a huge debate at JRM. I don't know if anybody knows this, but candy corn, yes or no? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. With peanuts. <laughs> the, the, that is the best. That's, that's a northern thing. I think that's a northern thing. I don't thing. think it is because I didn't know about it until I moved down here. Really? My wife did it. Really? See, we all do it back up home. She's the one from Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, well, maybe it raised. is a. a it, it tastes like a payday. Well, we all said it tasted like um, a nut roll, a salted nut roll. Right. One of those two. <laughs> what a payday. Um, your dream car. I have a 70 Bronco, and that's probably been my dream car. But since I have one of those, maybe a 70 Mustang or Torino GT. Nice. The best advice you've ever been given? Hmm. I can't think of any. I know I've had several, but I can't think of. I do know in your video you say a lot to never, ever give up, and I really like that, especially with everything that you guys have gone through is never, ever give up. And uh, you can see that attitude with you and, and your wife comes across in that video and um, can I say that's your best advice? I would say <laughs> never give up. Yeah. Okay, great. That's awesome. Well, Wade, we want to thank you again for coming in. And if anybody wants to uh, volunteer, donate everything, it's Camp Luck. And you guys are on um, Facebook. Yes. And also Twitter. Twitter, at yep. Camp Luck 1. Yep. And then also um, it's just campluck.com. Is that yep. correct? Well, thank you again. And we appreciate everything that you've um, done, well, thank Wade. Thank you and so much. We wish you guys all the best. And hopefully um, they're calling your name on November 21st. Well, that would be great. Yes. And thank for um, anybody that wants to watch who does win that, it will air on NBCSN on Sunday, November 7th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Well, thank you, everybody, again. And we want to um, make we sure we thank Comcast yes, for the Community of course. Champion Award. Yes. Uh, of the year. And 
uh, Xfinity Racing. They just do an awesome job. And to have my name mentioned with Martin Truex and Martha Nemechek and uh, Joey Gase, who won it last year, is just unbelievable. It's overwhelming. I just can't. Well, you definitely deserve it. All your hard work, you and your family and everybody that contributes, you guys definitely deserve it. And we, we here. I'd like to wish good luck to Ray and Samantha Bush. Everybody here I know at Junior Motorsports wishes you and everybody good luck. (laughs) I hope to make everybody proud. Yes. Thank you again for Exalta for everything they do here at Dirty Mo Radio. And be sure to follow them on Twitter and Facebook. And also this weekend in Texas, we are proud to say that Justin Algar will be driving the Exalta Dirty Mo Radio number seven Chevrolet. So you awesome. you did some work on that, I'm sure, I Wade. I did, yeah. You did. It looks I fancy did. out there. And with that, we are also giving away a ton of prizes. I'm volunteering my Saturday, and we're going to be giving prizes away throughout the race. So be sure to check that out. That's um, this weekend in Texas. And then also Alex Bowman will return to the Exalta number 88 for the last race at Homestead. Well, everybody, thank you again. And this is Fastlane Family with normally Kelly Earnhardt Miller, but this week, Natalie Sather. Ice, ice, baby. Dun, 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 dun. You might have to keep <laughs> reaching for that one, sister. So then what color do you wear on Wednesdays? Pink. Just to belt one out in the shower like that would be pretty awesome. What? This is Natalie Sather. Tune into Motor Mouse every other Wednesday right here on Dirty Mo' Radio. Boom. Mic drop. Gone with the wind. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 